as Yusuf Islam, morning has broken. And that's a good uh, link for me to go straight into Chinwag. Let me welcome Christy Light. Good morning. Good afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what. It's because it's I just said morning has broken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me, Sadia. Yeah, you're welcome. And now Chinwag today. Uh, we decided because it is actually it's Good Friday tomorrow and quite a few people have been following Lent, you know, the 40 days of Lent and where they um, give up certain things. So they are doing a little bit of fasting. And then obviously we've got the month Ramadan. Yeah, um, actually, a lot of people in Hong Kong, maybe especially uh, who are maybe Chinese, who aren't really familiar with Ramadan in general. So uh, I thought maybe it would be a good chinwag to do, to maybe do like a sort of Q&A with Saadi about myths <laughs> of Ramadan and fasting in general. And there's a lot of them, I'm yes. sure. <laughs> loads, frankly. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you, what do you want to know? Actually, so I first learned about Ramadan when I was in year 10 or year 9. So my biology teacher, she was also fasting and I didn't know why she was fasting. <laughs> she just told us, oh, I'm I'm fasting so I can't really go out uh, doing any sports or activities because back in the day we had this um, outing where it was sort of like a class, class activity and she couldn't really go out and we didn't understand why. Okay. So And she didn't really explain it. Yeah, she didn't really explain why she was fasting. So yeah. we were like, okay. <laughs> well so, I feel so sorry. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel so sorry. Yeah. I think I think quite a few people don't I mean, I think people hear that oh it's Ramadan. Oh nice. Okay, it's Ramadan. Then you might see flashes of headlines in the news to say people mm-hmm. are fasting yeah, and, exactly. and things like that. Yeah. And it's the holy month and mm-hmm. all this. But it's interesting because quite a few people are hesitant to to, I mean, I'm fasting. I'm fasting at this very moment. And I have been fasting for the last 15 days. Um, and really, as I said, that, you know, fasting is um, something that quite a few of the religions, different religions, for instance, it's in Christianity, we just mentioned Lent. Mm-hmm. And I think certainly in Buddhism, there's some form of, and Judaism, and Jainism and Hinduism, they all seem to have some aspect of fasting in there. But this in Ramadan is basically a month of fasting and the number of times, seriously, people have said to me that, do you mean to say like, do you fast for the whole month? <laughs> yeah, that was actually one of my questions. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we'll, I mean, we'll go on to some of those questions later. But before I actually go on to that, I'll tell you exactly what it is. I mean, basically, um, fasting is a month for, you know, for, in Islam. It's, it's in the calendar and it's basically Ramadan. That's the name of the calendar month. And um, everyone fasts from sunset to sunrise from, you know, sorry, from sunrise to sunset. And um, it is the reason that we fast is because it's almost like a directive given to us by God to say, look, you know, you do all sorts of things in your life. But the one thing that I'd like you to do for me is to just give up some of those things that are close to you in terms of your food and your basic kind of needs. Sacrifice those for a month and and do it for me and see how you feel, you know, because it's good for you. But it's also um, a kind of practice where, you know, when we listen to the news and, and we see things, we hear about people who are in war-torn areas uh, where, where food is not available. And, you know, 
And we don't actually, you know, in ourselves, we don't actually know what it feels like to be hungry. Yes, because the moment sure. we are, I mean, yeah. you know, when you fancy something to eat, you just think, okay, I'm going to go and get some lunch or whatever. And um, so it's actually to put yourself into that position to want to submit to God to, the, to, to know that you're going to do this and you're going to do this solely for a higher being here. Mm -hmm. But also to identify with how people feel when, when they don't have food. I mm -hmm. mean, in a way, we're kind of very lucky because... I know that there's food on the table at the end of the day, right. but quite a few people won't know that. They don't that. have it, yeah. That's right. So it's, and it's a real discipline um, because, you know, you can't, and this fast for Ramadan is nothing at all. You cannot eat or drink anything. Oh, okay. So no drinking for a good 10 for, hours. Yeah, yeah. So for instance, for me, it started at just before five o'clock this morning. Mm -hmm. And um, then the sunset this evening is about 6.45. So after 6.45, you can feast. <laughs> <laughs> but, but at the same time, there are other things too that you have to kind of watch out for. So what are they? What are the other things that you would have to? Well, while you're fasting, you know, you're supposed to, the whole discipline thing comes in and that you're supposed to be as good as you can. Right. right. So if you have a habit of swearing <laughs> or, or you're going to talk about somebody or whatever, it just makes you all the more aware of it. And you think, don't spoil your fat. Don't do it. Just, mm -hmm. just keep away from it. Things like smoking, don't smoke. Obviously, you can't smoke anyway, mm -hmm. because that's not that's prohibited um and also you know you're not there's no intimate relationships right. during the time of the right. fast i mean people might think oh this is all right i'm just going to spend the whole day in bed or do whatever but no no you can't you cannot go and um have a good time all right <laughs> no and also you have to be conscious of you know you keep your eyes down you don't you go you don't go and sort of lust after somebody right. or anything like this yeah. to be to be precise mm -hmm. right so, so yeah, so it's kind of a, a control over everything mm -hmm. in your life. Okay, so uh, just now we talked about some people have this uh, misconception that you don't eat for the whole day. So you just said it's around an 11 hour to 12 hour fast. So, um, well, it depends on where you are. Because, you know, I've lived in Scotland right. and the, the days set. <laughs> are very long, believe me. And and because it's based on the lunar calendar, yeah. it's like the Chinese New yeah, Year. Yeah, yeah. So it shifts every year by a certain number of days, by about 10 days or so. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, when I've been fasting in Scotland, we have almost, it has almost been like a 22 hour sometime oh, wow. fast. It has right. been a really long fast. So, so you only have a window of about, two hours where you can feast <laughs> and uh -huh. then and then you've got to stop because it's such a it, it's just that you know the days are long we never see the light we never see it so mm -hmm. it's it's really quite interesting <laughs> so are there certain categories of people that maybe don't fast or yeah for yeah. maybe health reasons do they not fast yeah um in terms of children like really Children at the age, you know, once they reach puberty, mm -hmm. they're expected to fast, right? right? So about 12 to 14, mm -hmm. you know, and and people who are exempt from fasting are, are old people, mm -hmm. um, you know, people who've got any illnesses or sickness or whatever, um, pregnant women and breastfeeding women, menstruating women. And if you're also on a journey, like, for instance, if you were traveling, if you were taking a flight somewhere, which you know we hope you can sometimes. <laughs> um, you know if you're if you're traveling and stuff, then you don't need to fast. And when you leave those fasts, you can actually make them up any time 
else during the mm. during the year anytime right. when the days are a bit shorter mm-hmm. um but also like if you feel unwell like for instance the other day i felt like i had a bit of a migraine and i thought oh i'm gonna have to sit in the studio and i won't be able to see the screen so i need to take some medication and so then i stopped my fast i right. thought no i need to do this mm-hmm. because i can't afford to go get it all while i'm this program so so you can you know there are certain exemptions you can make mm-hmm. so are there any uh extra activities or things that maybe Muslims like to do during Ramadan? Yeah, I think, uh, well, you know, if it wasn't for COVID and, and things like that, you know, for the last couple of years, it's been so, it's a very social occasion, social community. Um, in, in Under normal circumstances, when it's Ramadan, people are, you know, obviously going to the mosques and praying and, and there's lots of gatherings like that. But they, it's, it's a special occasion that you go and open your fast with friends, mm-hmm. you know, like you might go out for dinner and people invite you people make really nice things to eat and things like that but on you know the social side is one side but the other side of it is um you know you're encouraged not to waste too much time like for quite a few households and i think you know lots of households muslim households will actually say look there's going to be no playstation no Netflix, yeah. no watching TV, no binging on dramas or anything <laughs> like that. We know about that one. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, just use your time constructively, you know, read uh, read good things like, you know, and, and obviously like you read the Quran and, you know, understand a little bit more about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like a self-exploration yeah. period in yeah. a sense. Yeah, and, and it does. And the other thing that you have to do during Ramadan is that they have... Um, during this month at some point you have to pay zakat which is uh technical de- definition is a charitable donation made by all muslims and it's usually calculated at about sort of 2.5 percent of their surplus wealth right, right? so in simple it's like calculated like 2.5 percent of your savings or financial assets that are not used for your living expenses mm-hmm. so every muslim has to pay this zakat um, and that goes to people who are less fortunate. So everyone is expected to do that. And then the whole kind of every day, like, for instance, the first one week of Ramadan is, you know, you're chilled, you, you fast. And then as you get towards the last 10 days, it's almost like um, you've got an investment, like, you know, you're getting reward points for all of this. Mm-hmm. And it's all going up there in a, in a kitty somewhere. <laughs> so so the amount of kind of, uh, you know, prayers that you do, uh, what you would normally get for them in everyday life, you get like 17 times more blessings mm-hmm. for it. So it's a really good time where you are supposed to pray and ask for whatever you'd like, and it's supposed to be granted mm-hmm. at some point. So you, um, while we were not uh, on air, you told me that your friend has raised 500 pounds for charity. Yeah. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, uh, it was a number of years back. I was working for an organization and um, people would say, I just, you know, I can't imagine fasting. Oh my goodness, how do you do it? And so one of my friends um, who's working with me, a colleague, um, I said, well, you know, do you want to try it? And so she decided to try it for a week and she moved in with me, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and I think her incentive to move in with me was more about that she knew she was going to get some really good food. Right? <laughs> and, uh, so that was the incentive in a way. And uh, so she decided, because we used to work for a charity mm-hmm. raising money for older people. So she decided that for one week she would fast with me and she would raise as much money as yeah. possible from friends and colleagues, things like that. And it was it was hilarious. It was really 
really funny because, you know, I used to wake her up like four o'clock, three o'clock in the morning and say, come on, Rebecca, got to get up. We've got to eat breakfast. <laughs> and I'm and I'm absolutely I'm a foodie and yeah. I can eat at any point. Yes, right. Yes. So even at five o'clock in the morning, I have a lovely a scrumptious breakfast right? mm. <laughs> and she's sitting there with her sweatshirt and her hoodie on and she's just looking and going, oh no <laughs> I can't eat this and um and I remember her telling me that um you know in the beginning she said oh I don't like onions I don't like corn yeah. so when you're cooking just avoid these things and a few times I actually made things which she didn't usually eat and because she was fasting she ate it oh. <laughs> and then she just said oh my god it's not that bad actually mm -hmm. and she just said that the appreciation she had and the taste of the food was amazing mm. and she just you know when you haven't eaten for like 10 12 hours or whatever and this was in Scotland and she just said it was just amazing just to bite into something just a piece of fruit and to understand how nice it tasted mm -hmm. so she did she raised about 500 pounds wow that's actually a lot that's around five thousand yeah 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 five thousand hong kong dollars mm -hmm. so more about the social aspect of ramadan in general so in hong kong uh, if if there wasn't covid what would you usually do during this period? Well, in I suppose what we would do is try and go out and open a fast with friends and, and things like that, you know, but I don't have that many friends, really. <laughs> it's concern. I mean, if I was with my family in the UK and stuff, then, you know, we'd have um, occasions where we'd get together and we'd open fast together and things like that. And it's a, it's a, bit of, it's a nice social occasion. Mm -hmm. So at the moment, you know, my kids are in the UK and they're doing this by themselves. And so they're really missing me Aww. because and also it's a time where you know kids might say oh mom can you make this and and, and I'd like this one this is my favorite could you do this so it's kind of a, a good request time to, yeah, to get those things it's really sweet it's like a family yeah bonding it's experience. a bit like you know in a way Chinese New Year like you know at the end of Ramadan we have a festival and um, is the festival of breaking fast, and yeah. so that is just similar to sort of Chinese New Year. Oh, yeah. It goes on for three days, mm -hmm. and people are just going to people's homes and eating. So it's a big celebration, you know. Mm -hmm. And and we give like like the red packets. We give things called Eidi, which is just like packets of money mm -hmm. to people who are not earning, you know, younger people and family and things like that. So it's a it's a really nice. It is a nice time, and it's a shame, you know, COVID has really yeah. put a, a bit of a dampener on it. Mm -hmm. So, okay, well, I have uh, this sort of weird question. So, <laughs> what are the weirdest questions you have been asked about Ramadan? <laughs> well, I, I think, as, as we mentioned, one of the weirdest questions is always people think that you are fasting for the whole month. Um, <laughs> I recall going into the hairdressers in the UK, although the UK is actually, people are quite aware now yeah. because there's a huge population and people have an awareness. And I remember saying to this woman who was there that, oh, yeah, I'm fasting. And then she, I said, you know, it's just the month of Ramadan. And then she said, are you okay? You're not going to faint or anything. Are, are you Are you sure I, I can do your hair without any problems? You won't pass out. And I said, no, no, no. She said, it's been a whole month. How long has it been? And so, so it's like people really did think that you were fasting for the whole month without anything. And I thought, mate, no, I wouldn't be sitting here. <laughs> passed out a long time ago mm -hmm. so that and and i think people say things like well you know i know you're not allowed anything but do you think you could kind of do it secretly <laughs> and i said well it's kind of between me and god really and i think he might be aware of it, yeah. if I do it. Mm -hmm. so it's this thing about 
maybe eating secretly? I think it's discipline mm. that really keeps you on track, right? Yeah, yeah.、Mm -hmm. So, so it's about discipline, and it's you can't really cheat. <laughs> <laughs> and other questions?、Um, yeah, people say, okay,、um, but maybe you can just have a little bit. You know, <laughs> maybe just just have a drink of water. I mean, like you know, that'd be all right, won't it? So. Mm -hmm. I mean, can you think?、Uh, have you ever thought of it and, and thought of some weird things? No, I think my question was similar to like, oh, do you really not eat for a month? <laughs> okay, so hopefully people who are listening at the moment will know now that it is every day between sun sunrise, rise and sunrise sunset. and sunset,、mm -hmm. and so depending upon the day, you know how long your day is in the country that you are. You know, if it's in countries where you just don't have any daylight at all,、yeah. uh, or you know, if you know there are places in the world like that, then you have to go to、um, you have to just follow one that is closest to you,、right. um, and then just abide by that. But the whole thing is is about trying to be a good person and you know give as much charity as you can during the month,、um, and just be good all the way through. All right, I think. I've learnt a lot about Ramadan in general, and thank you, Sadia, for debunking a lot of the myths. Thank you that we have. And I'll close with Cat Stevens again, <laughs> and Yusuf Salam, and Peace Train.